Hello and welcome to Mean Mommy Kink Podcast. We are in the same place. So they let the bad kids sit together. They haven't separated us yet. So we are coming at you live from the same room um, because it's the holidays, which we'll get into in a little bit. Yes. And before we get started, we're going to talk about our kink business spotlight. And today is going to be Ocelotos Trade. If I butchered that, I am very sorry. I'm going to spell it O-C-E-L-O-T-L-S. And I just learned it's a type of cat. It's a jaguar. Yeah, it's it's the um, indigenous word for indigenous folks in Mexico for the animal that many of us call jaguar. It's Ocelotos. Yes, yeah, so Ocelotos Trade is on IG. Um, one more time, O-C-E-L-O-T-L-S-T-R-A-D-E. Okay? Yes. And so it's a, a cutie BPOC owned and operated handmade custom items. So we see full body harnesses. I see strap-ons of leather, something like a corse, corslet, which I'm assuming is like a corset and a harness combo which was super sexy so sexy um so the colors are really pretty i saw like a sort of a pastel green some purples rainbow colors so they definitely have options Mm -hmm. and it's all you know handmade by a queer uh bipoc person it seems like it's hashtag by native yeah it's native owned so that's awesome right so we definitely support that and once again, you know, I apologize if I've mispronounced the name, but the business definitely is cool. We're, we're definitely want folks to check it out. So that's O-C-E-L-O-T-L-S and then trade T-R-A-D-E on Instagram. And the website is wearepansies.com, which I love. <laughs> and then slash uh, Ocelotos Trade. And I found out about Ocelotos Trade when a friend of mine posted um, a story of their verse harness, which is super sexy. You can wear it a bunch of different ways. It comes in a bunch of different colors. And it's the kind of like the type of harness that would look good on all types of body types, which is what I was really attracted to. Like, it's a great pattern. And almost everyone, pretty much everyone, 100% of humans that wear this harness will look really fucking hot no matter what their body type is or what they're trying to highlight, which is amazing. Um, They also have floggers in lots of colors. I'm seeing a rainbow flogger with rainbow tails, purple floggers, red floggers. So they make finger floggers as well as the harnesses. So really cool store. We hope you check them out um, or at least give their IG a look and a follow because they're just really neat. So there you go. There you go. And as always, these are not ads that anyone paid us to do. We just love finding interesting black and brown businesses and queer businesses and especially kinky businesses and letting you know about them. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Mm -hmm. That's very on trend too. like, you know, we we will agree to disagree on what we thought about Black Panther 2 and we will not give you any spoilers (laughs) if you have not seen Wakanda forever. But you can already tell from the commercials that we have an awesome indigenous Mexican god. So yes, very exciting um, for having a main character that's indigenous um, from what we now know as Mexico, because it's just super fucking cool. Um, and again, no spoilers, but he's cool as hell. Um. <laughs> yeah, watch the movie. You, you'll enjoy it. You know, like I said, Lola and I have different um, viewpoints on it. We nuanced viewpoints. It. We won't get into it because there'd be too many spoilers. So it, someday we'll record an after hours of our different thoughts and feelings on Wakanda forever. But... <laughs> Very on brand right now to have a cool ass indigenous business. Um, We love that. So 
Um, shout out to our indigenous folks, especially because it is the day before Thanksgiving and we know that that is a difficult day for a number of reasons yes. for indigenous folks as well it should be. Um, and we're going to talk about holidays today. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about what Thanksgiving means to black folks. We're going to talk about um, Christmas and all the holidays that people celebrate and just kind of get into it, um, especially from the perspective of kind of queer folks and the way we do holidays more as chosen family as adults rather yes. than dealing with kind of birth family that maybe isn't the most understanding and welcoming. So yeah, this episode really came from the fact that both of us um, don't have a place to go with our blood family for the holidays. And so like a lot of queer folks, trans folks, kinky folks over the years, we've built these traditions in our own communities to that together like if we can't go home how are we going to create a home together mm -hmm. and so i think it's a really important topic if you're blessed enough that you can go home to grandma and aunties and have a great time then you really should appreciate that because a lot of people unfortunately do not have that right and so how do those people create community and family and and what does that mean especially for black and brown folks who have complicated histories with holidays and holiday time and family right. it also came we had a, a completely different topic picked out and you know there was the shooting in Colorado Springs mm -hmm. and apart from the fact that it's just horrific and fucked and you know I I have spent uh, you know about a week being just completely enraged that such a thing happened because of all of the rhetoric that's been forced onto the American public and that you know of course this is the natural outcome and that queer and trans people are dead because of this shit. But yeah. apart from that, um, one of the things that struck me is that is the only queer bar in Colorado Springs, mm -hmm. which if you're unfamiliar with Colorado is pretty much the middle of nowhere. So the fact that everyone that went home for the holidays or is trying to visit family for Thanksgiving holiday now does not have that local gay bar to escape to. And apart from that, there's press all over the gay area of town so, you know, it just took away so much from so many people. Um, mm -hmm. It took away a safe place because I remember when I used to try to go home for holidays, it was a shit show. And I invariably used to either end up in a gay bar or there's a gay coffee house in my hometown as well. And I would literally just leave. I left once on Christmas Day because mm -hmm. my, my family said something crazy and I was like, yeah, I'm out. And so like, <laughs> not having that place all of a sudden is devastating to that yeah. entire community. Um, not just, you know, for the long term, but again, for the very immediate short term, there are kids home from college or what have you that have no escape now um and you don't really think about the fact that gay bars are more than just a bar mm -hmm. it really is a place to land and if you're at a place where you haven't found that community for yourself and that chosen family for yourself it might be your only safe place yeah. so that made me so angry on top of again the fact that this is all just it's enraging first you know you all know why I don't even need to get into it too yeah. much because everybody knows why it's so goddamn enraging um but that extra added like slap to the face like it's the holidays and you don't have an escape it's just it hit me like I'm so lucky to have a survived those years and b made a chosen family that I can go to for holidays if I want to yeah. go to holidays um but some people don't have that they just don't and so the, even drinking with complete strangers when you know absolutely no one in the bar you still feel safer than your home yeah and honestly like I, I hate to say it this way but i'm so numb to so many tragedies i mean if it's not 
a trans woman killed every day, if it's not a shooting at a gay club, if it's not a black person getting shot by the police, if it's not all the domestic violence that people, you know, like there's so much awful things happening that I almost don't even know how to react to a lot of it, you know? And so I, I bring up like the holidays and being a kinky queer person, not that this time isn't really hard for a lot of people, but sometimes it's really helpful to manufacture something joy. out of anything. To manufacture like, your own joy. Make it's that so impossible. Make your own traditions. Make Literally. your own group. Make your own family. Make your own thing. And I've done so many versions of holidays. Like, I'll pick a new one each year. I'm like, this time we're going to visit somebody else's family. I would just go with a nice family. <laughs> I've done that. I've absolutely done that. I've I've turned up I, to partners' houses on a number of occasions for holidays. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten to experience some really interesting traditions that were not yeah. my own. I've learned how to play Loteria. I've learned that white people eat lasagna on Christmas. They That's weird as shit, man. I never. I was like, what the fuck? Okay, I'm gonna be polite and eat this fucking lasagna. Gravy, they have that too. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I've learned so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I've done lots of different kinds of versions of the holidays, and and lots of solstice. Like you know, Yule All people have very All specific traditions, and so I've been to vegan Thanksgivings. That was an enlightening. Yeah, that was an experience <laughs> as well. <laughs> I love you vegans, but I, I don't know, you know, I, I, you're welcome at my table. I just ask that you bring your own dishes so that we make sure you have enough to eat. That's what I, I welcome you to bring things to share. I will not be offended. I will make versions of my food without meat, like greens and, you know, certain right. things. But it's for your mains. I want you to make sure that there's enough for yes, you. you I'm going to fret. So you need to tell me stuffing. that I you're bringing make, your mains. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. But I can't. Um, meet all your dietary needs. No. I'm sorry. I can, but I, for like, again, I can do a bunch of sides, but like nothing sadder at Thanksgiving than having a bunch of sides. My mother growing up was a vegetarian and she used to have the worst Thanksgivings ever because mm. my relatives in Georgia did not understand what she, <laughs> first of all, they thought that she was, had an eating disorder because they associated vegetarianism with dieting. Mm. Um, and while, you know, we do definitely acknowledge lots of folks with eating disorders, the holidays are really fucking hard. That was actually not my mother. <laughs> she just yeah. didn't eat meat and they didn't know what to do with that. Yeah. And they would put like chicken stock and ham hocks on all the sides and be like, but there's no meat in it. And she'd be like, oh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. it's hard to communicate that. Literally. So yeah, that's yeah. definitely a cultural thing, too. I mean, once again, I love following the rules of people's like houses and if they don't need meat or they don't do this i'll usually get down but um yes i do have my preferences right. and unfortunately pork is one of them yeah <laughs> that's just literally me, just legit that's legit <laughs> yeah, that's just me it's legit um yeah so we're doing a high five about pork <laughs> i did also want to take a little time to talk about thanksgiving because you know in queer circles really in a lot of leftist circles it's totally out of fashion to celebrate Thanksgiving and I get it that's pretty legit because everything involved with the story of Thanksgiving and settlerism and colonialism is super fucked Mm. um but also as black people Thanksgiving is a little different for us um some black people celebrate it some black people don't in kind of queer spaces I don't celebrate obviously pilgrims and settlers because fuck that um, Literally <laughs> like, that. like you will never see a pilgrim hat on my fucking table like that's not a thing that I'm doing um, but as black people we didn't want to really be here to begin with mm-hmm. so it's kind of like we weren't involved in that whole stealing of the land thing it was super fucked and we wish it hadn't happened as well but we also wish we hadn't been brought here so there's that part and also for black culture being able to have a decent meal like to afford a good meal 
everybody have the day off and everybody being able to kind of come together and share a meal over a table is really fucking special. It's a really special tradition. A lot of folks do Sunday dinners. A lot of folks do the big holidays. So whether you're going home to family or whether as queer black family, we're creating that space. To me, it's really special. So for me, Thanksgiving is being thankful that I have a chosen family. Um, absolutely, it's acknowledging the absolute fuck shit that happened with white settlers um, because there's absolutely no way that you can not acknowledge that. It's, you know, it's something that absolutely happened. Um, but for me as a black person, I use that holiday as more of like reshaping it into like this is a meal I get to share and cook with chosen family and that's super special to me um, especially if uh, as many of y'all out there might be now or might have been in the past you know when you're a broke black queer having a meal that's like that big is like amazing yeah I was just gonna <laughs> say in a lot of ways I compare the the holiday tradition of Thanksgiving for black people to kind of like having Sunday off, whether you're Christian yes, or not. Like yes. when slaves have a Sunday off, are they going to argue about I whether I believe in this church or am I going to take a day off from the grueling life that I lead? Right. You know? And like black people, I think unless you're being specifically obtuse, have the like unfortunate superpower of recognizing the hypocrisy in a lot of the American stories. Mm -hmm. And so we never really believed the natives and the pilgrims got along. Yeah. We knew that to be <laughs> shit. Know, like, we knew that to be shit as children, <laughs> like as children, like we, they were like, and then they all sat down and held hands and prayed like seems fucking fake, but okay. <laughs> it's like if, if grandma told me anything about slavery, if that's true, then I'm guessing that's, the other I'm guessing the true. white people weren't nicer to the Indians. Right. Exactly. It's like, it's just that the, the natives could run away into their land for only so long for only so long for until only they were so fucking long. exactly so we kind of knew the story was bullshit but we would take time off because when is all of our aunties and uncles are, are, when are we going to be really available right when is any other time that all the black people are off at the same time this, it's either because we always Jesus's work birthday, nights weekends jesus's death day overnights nurses all and kinds the of day we killed all the natives those are the three days we're allowed to celebrate it's ridiculous was, it's really actually kind of fucked up right or like the independence of america that enslaved everybody right like those are the four times of year that black people could all really get together Right. and celebrate so it's like i don't think it's fair to hold us collectively responsible for, for something y'all did for something everybody else did and so i really hate those like discussions in liberal leftist spaces about there's no people. nuance to them at all yeah it's like most of my family work government jobs when am i ever going to have a day off when we can all right my mother worked overnights so like i didn't see her at all during the day most of the time she was asleep so, you know, her having like a whole day off and being able to show up to a meal was Absolutely. something special. Like A large part of African-American culture is based around these holidays being the only time we can really get together. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not going to fault people for using the resources they have available to them. And I also think that we should respect the true history of what these days are. Right. But I find it's the, the interesting part about holidays in a black household is that, that whole no politics at the table shit does not exist. Absolutely my, we will not. argue. If you're a conservative at the black table, you will get if argued If you're a conservative, down. how did you get invited to this Thanksgiving as Well, you usually? know, there's always somebody's uncle who's trying to be edgy or whatever, you know. Not but, my but family. But that's my point. It's like, you can't bring your bullshit to the black table without us arguing Being about checked. it right over. We'll be arguing about the Native American rights right over gravy. Right. But if you go to the white family's houses, they won't even acknowledge the history And they'll have of, the pilgrims at the place 
workplace settings. Exactly. And, and so know. I would argue that that would be a great time to have those conversations 100%. with family and have them loud and still everybody, you know, pass the gravy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say? And a lot of things I've noticed in like minority communities that these times are when we're feeding other people in the community. Yes. Churches, groups. Uh, every drag bar I know is doing a Thanksgiving thing. Um, I talk about drag drag bars being awful and grooming children. I don't want to hear it. They're community spaces. Community space that gay uh, people are in. Literally, the local dungeon before COVID used to do a Thanksgiving meal. Absolutely. And everyone that again kind of didn't have a place to go for Thanksgiving or you would see all these people turn up late to the meal or stop in early so they could have just like half an hour to an hour of sanity before they had to go deal with their family or so like people just get food like a lot there were many times when right. I just needed food right and the the local dungeon that I was mentioning um would take the leftovers and they were in what was considered a quote-unquote a rough neighborhood of San Francisco the tenderloin so they just take their leftovers outside and hand out plates to the homeless and we would always make extra food to make sure we had extra to hang out hand out so that everybody had a nice meal so it's about taking care of each other i remember a hundred percent again back in the days where i was broke me a partner and several other folks putting our food stamps together so we could make thanksgiving happen absolutely so like sometimes the shit is like really literally building this amazing meal that you alone could not have built and i totally advocate for a space in family time where we are aware of what it means mourning what happened but also a space where we can like celebrate together you know create joy exactly because black joy is an act of absolute resistance queer joy and trans joy are acts of absolute resistance so if you have those things all together and if you've made the decision that you know your birth family ain't it no more and you're gonna create your own place like that is such an act of joy and resistance like if, if you take nothing away from this, I want to give everyone here permission to not go home for the holidays. Yeah, you don't I'm have serious. to deal with them. I haven't in like over 10 years and I love holidays. I used to think I didn't really like holidays, which if anyone knows me now is it's laughing. Insane. We just went to um, Bitch, home. We goods just got back from home. Goods. She was in there. It was unnecessary. Listen, listen I play home goods to win and I won today. OK, <laughs> I won home goods. I so won Christmas she, home goods. So the fact that like anyone that has like even cruised by my Instagram for five minutes knows that I love all the holidays. Actually, you just don't and, like your family. Exactly. <laughs> I legit thought that like Christmas was bullshit. and Thanksgiving was stressful. And that's just because my family was stressing me the fuck out and making me super sad and so like the minute i stopped going home i was like wait christmas is actually magical like i'm off all day i get to watch stupid christmas movies i get to make food and cookies with my friends like it's great so like christmas is my favorite now so one of the the times i I started to really get into the christmas spirit is when i went to 12 days of christmas um which is like a a drag show annually there's been at least 20 of them and they're always on the east coast and um yeah, it was just one of my favorite things because it was like Christmas and queers in the most wonderful way possible. And uh, they would always find ways to give something to charity. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about earlier, like places where you can get um, like gear and clothes for cheap. And that was one because they had an auction every holiday. And I would always at the end of the year, I could find paddles or vests or anything because they'd be donating them for this charity. So it was just this awesome way of a mixture of a new holiday tradition that felt 
fun, sexy, but also like family togetherness mm-hmm. and entertaining. And usually it's not like necessarily on Christmas, but it's like that time of year when people are like depressed and don't know what to do. If you don't want to go to church, you definitely want to go drink on a Sunday with the drag queens. Like, hell yeah. That sounds so much more fun. hundred percent. So kinky holiday like um traditions right Uh, like i have a like let's talk about some of our specific well and like i said often queer spaces and kink spaces sometimes too but especially queer spaces are open on christmas day Mm -hmm. because like i said i dipped from my family not really sure that the the gay coffee house in town was going to be open and yet they were Mm -hmm. i drove right into the city and their their doors were wide open because they knew they knew they were going to be the soft landing place for people that just needed a fucking break (laughs) it's true there's usually a a thanksgiving there's a christmas one and there's usually a new New year's yep so if you really don't have anywhere else to go go party with some cool freaks hang out at the gay bar even if you don't drink have a coke mm-hmm. and talk to people you can order a roy rogers you can order there's all kinds of non-alcoholic drinks that sound fancy um, and you can sit there and make friends with folks yeah talk to the bartender some of my favorite right? times at the the bar i was just talking to the bartender having a good time bartenders are fucking lovely people yeah, we love y'all absolutely um so, oh gosh, favorite Christmas traditions. Well, so are we talking kinky or not? Because as you kinky. know, yeah, I, I wanna... should change my name to Miss Lola Christmas <laughs> because Christmas is my favorite. And we started a little early this year, though it is not yet Thanksgiving. We've started decorating Jackie's house for Christmas because I'm here. Yes. I'm here now. And so that's what happens. I bring the Christmas with me. I brought a whole bag of cookie cutters and we went to Home Goods just now because I was like, mm, notice your house is missing Christmas decorations. Let's fix that. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> It's and I started intense. I started putting my decorations up before I went home so I could come home and be like, oh, look at the Christmas stuff. Um, so non-kinky wise, I like all things Christmas. Kink wise, though, I also like all things Christmas. Wow. I especially love either playing with people that are super duper into Christmas or people that are not into Christmas in oh, the like least. like the Grinch aesthetic? That's Love fun. that shit because I'm a dominant, so I'm a sadist. I will f- listen. <laughs> I've done whole scenes to Christmas music. I have as well. I did. I did a whole fear play class to Christmas music. The demo was all Christmas music because I was like, it's my birthday, which is in November. We're close enough to Christmas. This is what's happening. Okay, we'll give them some. Let's start with the let's uh, Friendsgiving or whatever you want to call it. Turkey Day or whatever. Let's start with some of those traditions and then work our way to the end of the new year. So Friendsgiving traditions. Um what I have, of course, I've. whenever I have service submissives for Thanksgiving, I am loving them so much because they do all the dishes and mm-hmm. they clear up stuff and they keep me sane and moored to the earth because yeah. I love to cook and I will be cooking from literally like nine o'clock in the morning until we sit down. So anyone that takes the dishes away and washes them is my best friend. Um, yes. I also once did a scene. So I also am a football fan. Um, which is something that does surprise people. The Christmas, not so much. The football always gets them. Um, But football happens on Thanksgiving. And I once dated someone that was a Green Bay Packers fan, which is a personal moral failing Mm. um, because I'm from Chicago. And so I said to her, you can root for Green Bay at your own cost. Mm. And she said, well, what does that mean? And I said, so for every touchdown they score, I'm going to give you seven times the amount of points that they score for every, every scoring possession. Oh, wow. And she said, deal. And I was like, fine, you cheer for those Packers. And they, it was a blowout. The Packers put up like 40 points and I had a cane and she was just striped up and bleeding by the end of that Thanksgiving football game. It was magical. She couldn't sit down for dinner. It was a good time. That's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, um, I've been to a couple of like 
friends giving rope things where everybody got tied up like turkeys and mm-hmm. stuffed. <laughs> you know, we got to keep it fancy. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also just like invited all of our like friends over and had like an impromptu party. Mm-hmm. So we all ate and then we played and fucked around. And by the end of the night, we're all kind of like laying <laughs> various surfaces from our turkey comas, <laughs> like turkey right. and endorphin comas. Um, I'm trying to think of like... Oh, I also love, of course, age play. And so I love making the little hand turkeys. Oh, cute. Those are super fun to make um, and getting the, the littles to draw like their little hand hand turkeys to get them write down what they're thankful for. We always do lists for that. Yeah, I still do the thankful for what you're thankful for. I, I do that throughout the thing. year, by the way. Um, it's great to remember to do that on Thanksgiving. But if you're not in the mindset of doing that, like at least like once every couple weeks, just sit down and write all the things you're thankful for. Even like dumb stuff like I have a candy bar today or you know i have a roof over my head like things that are like real obvious but it's like actually really like amazing when you think about it especially if you know people that don't so like which of course everyone knows that's queer does so you know sit down and writing what you're thankful for really helps you to just remember that life isn't all that bad even if you're stressed out about something there's other stuff in your life that's working out so i highly recommend everyone does it just sit down and physically writes that list i think i'm most thankful just having people that I can actually sit and, and talk to yes. like because we're both only children mm-hmm. so like and we don't talk to our families so if I didn't have such a rich community of friends I would be so lost and alone absolutely and I know there's folks who are lost and alone and I would just encourage you to if you don't have a cultivated group going regularly to one like a bar like not that everyone doesn't have to go to a bar, but going regularly to a a clear, a queer space and starting to meet people there, whether it's a community center, whether it's a bar, whether it's a dungeon, whatever you're going, you'll start to meet people. So at least you won't be the only one, you know, like it's just helpful to have someone to to talk to. And if you're not in a space where you can do that, we are your mommies now. (laughs) Um, We will not be having lasagna for Thanksgiving because neither of us are white. So Mm. that's a tradition for you. Just put that expectation away right now. Um, But we love you and we can, promise you that everything's going to be okay Um, no matter how hard you're struggling now you will make it through and someday hopefully you will be in a position to sit there and be like man remember that time when I was going through x y and z that was rough I can't believe I made it so hang in there I think the the biggest like mind fuck for me is that and Lola can confess this anytime I'm happy or doing something gay that's when my mother calls me it's almost <laughs> like she can it's sense true. my happiness you've seen it so now that you true. hung out with me and it's been happening for years I've literally been fucking someone and my mom's calling me like how does she know I'm happy right now and so it's almost like I have these moments of extreme joy in my life and I'm just like, wow, if I had listened to these people who told me whatever the fuck, I would be sitting somewhere sad right now. Literally. But instead I am having the time of my life and no one can stop me. All they can do is call and try to make me sad, but they can't stop it. My mother used to do that during leather conferences. She had a just absolute mm-hmm. knack of knowing the moment I hit that hotel, suddenly my phone would be blowing up with text message about some nonsense when she doesn't usually contact me at all, which no. is why it was weird. It would be like she hadn't like contacted me in like six months. And the minute I walk into Imsel, it's yeah. like, burp, 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 I need all this stuff. And I'm just like, God damn it. It's like, <laughs> you don't even talk to me. You don't even like me. We literally, you know, right. Like, holidays were just this time for me to remember that I was queer and it was somehow a problem that we can't 
discuss, but we can't forget it. Right. So it just would make everything uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like multiple Are you times. bringing your um friend to Thanksgiving? My um friend who I couldn't even, she wouldn't even let in the house. My um friend that I live in a one bedroom with. Yes. <laughs> yes. We're coming together or not coming at all. Right. And it's like, if you're my parent and you can't tell that I'm obviously happy, then you're not paying attention to your kid. Right. Point blank. But there's so many people who have different versions of the same story. Some of them much worse than mine. Much fucking worse. You know? Like, I think the two of us have family that are shit, but not like in a way where we felt physically incredibly unsafe. Like, mm-hmm. I probably would have if I hadn't left. It would have gotten to that point. But there are people out there where it started at that point. Yeah. So... Again, if you're in a place where you don't feel like you can be gay, don't stress out about that. You've got the rest of your life ahead of you, and someday yeah. you will be out of that situation, and you will be a fabulous butterfly. A at wonderful, that point. fabulous butterfly. I mean, my story specifically is the story of I've been fighting all all my life. I've had to fight. Okay, so I didn't have to fight necessarily physically, but it was like implied. You know what I'm trying to say? I remember being a kid like. I might have to get out of here one day. Like, but do you know what you just said the first line of? What? All my life I had to fight. <laughs> yes. Nigga, we gonna be all right. Do <laughs> you hear me? Do you feel me? We gonna be all right. We're gonna be all right. <laughs> I, I do I do want queer people to know, like, family is such a hard topic, like, near the holidays, even for people who seem like they got it all together. I mean, we're sitting here about to have a great Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving time, holiday time, Christmas, whatever time. And we're still low key traumatized. As fuck. Literally. We both have sent <laughs> messages back and forth about nonsense that our family's been doing just this month. Yeah. It's just, we're all so traumatized even when we're happy and healthy and ignoring it or whatever. Right. So don't feel like you're alone. Don't feel like you're the only person who's having complicated feelings about literally everything. I don't think it's fair for black and brown people to bear the sole responsibility of the trauma of our families, the trauma of colonialism, the trauma of capitalism, like somehow we're responsible for every fucking thing. Right. Just let us have a fucking Turkey. Just let me sit down and have a meal. Right. I want some mac and cheese and some time with my friends. I never supported your colonial settlerism. (laughs) I I was not involved. I'm here by force. So let me enjoy my fucking Turkey since I'm here now. Since I'm here. Let me enjoy my fucking Turkey. Absolutely. I didn't even want to be on this land. Let me enjoy my fucking Turkey. Like the only one who gets to enjoy it are the people People who choose to be obtuse and not knowledge. Right. Like the worst of white people. Come on now. Like they're the only ones who get to have turkey in peace. (laughs) Please, please kiss my whole asshole. Like really? (laughs) And I think that's really the, like the balance too. It's like, you can't hold every single thing at once. Like you have to give yourself some kind of fucking break just so you can live. There's too much murder and death and everything all the time. Like, I need to be able to fucking live also. That's it. Can I say, speaking of white people, I love taking their shit. Like, it's my favorite thing. No, I'm serious. Like, anyone that knows me and has hung out with me for any length of time, I love their shit and I will steal it. Sometimes, actually. But, like, definitely just take it and make it my own. Like, Jackie can tell me we were in the home goods just having a blast. And there were maybe, like, one other black family there. Mm -hmm. Didn't matter. We were having so much fun. We were making friends with some whites. They wanted to talk to us so bad. They They did. Because we we were grabbing every black Santa product in the store which by the way if you are someone that celebrates christmas is black and has a little coin get your ass to home goods because they turned up for the black santa so did michael's by the way and the more we buy these products the more they'll continue to make them for us anyway home goods 
threw down, had some black Santas all over the place. And we mm-hmm. were, we had an entire cart full of nothing but black Santa merchandise. It's true. Black nutcrackers, black gnomes, black, well, okay, not black snowmen, but you know what I'm talking about? Like all of the shit was black for black people. And we were just having a blast. And we were like, how many kitchen towels do I need? Six or seven? <laughs> Stop acting crazy. Put six of those back. I'm like, okay. Um, so <laughs> like literally six of them. But that's my point, you know, finding things like a, a black face motorcycle motorcycle coming down a residential street what is going on somebody lost their catalytic converter happy holidays (laughs) (laughs) oh man anyway (laughs) but yeah like finding black uh faces at all is so fucking hard we were having this conversation about makeup about finding black and brown shades Mm -hmm. it always i mean slight tangent but it always makes me so fucking mad that there's every color in the world in makeup except my skin tone until (laughs) until recently thanks rihanna until recently though but i'm you know but literally it was like less than five years ago yeah it's insane and even now you know so still with santa with all these other things like when black people get to see a version of themselves it's really important and we it's so it. nice especially like I'm an adult obviously but like for our kids too and like even for your inner kid like yeah. I was at Disneyland a couple weeks ago because it was my birthday and I do that and Disneyland goes Christmas like immediately in November as soon as Halloween's over the pumpkins get ripped down the tree goes up <laughs> they're ready they go overnight to make that shit happen immediately for you so the Christmas parade was already rolling so I'm watching this Christmas parade just by the side of the street like you do in Disneyland and the main float the big one at the end is always santa claus right and he's on his big sleigh and he's saying you know ho 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 merry christmas to the children have you been good you know waving at everybody and he rounded the bed and it was a black santa claus Mm. and i burst into tears like a five-year-old child because i'd never seen that before yeah like never i've never seen like unless it's just like somebody's unk wearing a santa costume to the church or whatever like i've never seen like an official black santa claus somewhere like super public like disneyland yeah and like when you think of how fucked it is and i'm 41 years old and i'd never seen that before yeah until my 41st birthday (laughs) (laughs) literally the day i turned 41 was the first time i had seen a black santa claus that wasn't community santa you know what i'm saying like somebody has you know is wearing something they borrowed from wherever you know rented whatever so yeah it's so important and it's so amazing so i'm excited to see that there are more there's more representation happening i loved that it was santa at disneyland because he was santa that day he was not black santa he was santa there was no other santas available he gonna be black today and the white conservatives could die mad and i love that disney took that stance yeah i love it like you can direct all letters to the north pole we will send them right up there for you we don't care between black santa and ariel and all these other Ooh, people, they gonna like, be mad forever y'all gonna be mad <laughs> and they just cast her in the live action beauty and the beast as as bell oh yeah so they gonna stay mad for life <laughs> well good good everybody needs to be upset they can stay upset they can you stay know? absolutely upset because our kids never fucking get anything because our kids die like let's be real you know all these things that are happening to everybody like if the only thing you have to be mad about is what color santa is literally then you have no problems go to hell. you have zero problems yeah. in your fucking life must be nice oh no the mermaid's the wrong color like shut the fuck suck my up. dick yeah. anyway um so, so holidays yeah so segue <laughs> into christmas since we're we're here now we're doing christmas I um I did a needle scene with some Christmas ornaments and lights. Love it. So I've seen I've seen um, Christmas ornaments. I've seen 
Christmas lights. I've mm-hmm. done a needle scene with Christmas lights. I've done that a couple times. It's awesome. Because yeah. if you go to like Walgreens, CVS type places, they'll often make little mini packs of Christmas lights that have right. a little battery pack. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to physically plug someone into a, an outlet. You can actually let them walk around with like Christmas lights strong on them that's like battery operated. So that's super cool. Yeah. And they're usually dirt cheap, especially if like me, you shop right after Christmas, you can get them on sale and just save them for when you want to do light up scenes. Exactly. And then you give the bottom their, their lights because you've now put blood on them. Yeah. Um, I have done bondage and Christmas lights as well. Yes. Sucks for bondage, but it's so cute and it's so nice. It's so nice <laughs> turning them into a Christmas tree yes. or to a reindeer or something. Yeah. I have seen needles and wax for a menorah, which mm, was super cool. That's cool. I also used to, I drew a picture of the um the uh, the Kwanzaa yes too. yeah so same idea so you have the bottom hold their arms out and then you can either stick the candles on with wax or you can um, do something to like mount them with needles I've seen a needle one somehow I can't remember how that was done mm. but super cool because then you light them and they're like walking around on fire and it's just magical yeah um obviously make sure you have place space allows fire before you do that business or use fake ones they have the little fake candles that you can you could definitely figure out how to stick on there. Um, I've also seen bondage with wrapping paper. Ooh, yeah. So they you get wrapped up a bunch of times, so you can't move, and you're kind of like fun. in there, and then you got to get out. And yeah, yeah. See, I'd so. just be slapping all kinds of dumb tags. Fragile must be Italian. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's a major yeah. award. <laughs> I I am such a corny top. Like it's not even funny. So if you don't want like puns and and laughter, I'm not the right top for you. I agree. I would be. Um, I'd be singing jingle bells and shit in their ear. Like if the, the dungeon wasn't playing Christmas music, I'd just supplement it for you. <laughs> yeah, we've definitely done Christmas music during scenes, of course. Absolutely. Of course. Um, and I also have done um, scenes where you can do jingle bells on someone with needles. Mm-hmm. And then if you do like paddling or impact uh, or you're very good with a single tail and you have a cracker for the person in case blood gets on it, you can try to aim for those jingle bells and it makes a lovely noise. Mm-hmm. So that's always super fun. Yeah, I've done a lot with jingle bells. Mm-hmm. I did CBD, a CBT with the jingle bells and stick it right on their cock or like tie them up real hard. Ooh, so that nice. was a lot of fun too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a lot of leather spaces that have Santa Clauses for both littles and big people that want to sit on Santa's lap. But mm-hmm. it's great for littles to have a Santa Claus to sit on the lap because, you know, when you're an adult, technically you can sit on Santa's lap at the mall, but it's a little weird. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. Like, maybe don't do that. But I have seen the King Santa Clauses at events right. that people bring for that. Or maybe, like, bring some friends if you do that so it looks like a cute group picture for Instagram. You're not just, like, a lone weirdo. But at the King events, you can totally be in little space sitting on Santa's lap. It's adorable. But I've also seen guys dressed as Santa at the gay bar, like, clearly cruising. So if you right. have a Santa thing, he's out there looking for he's you. He's ready. Santa's ready for you. Yeah, have you been a good thing. little boy is what he would <laughs> like to know. He's got something for your chimney. Yeah, there's a lot of Santa porn, honestly. So It's disturbing, yeah. unless you're into that. And if you are, I guess go for it. I mean, Merry Christmas. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah. And, of course, Christmas is an excuse for me to cook and bake all the things. I have literally already baked Christmas cookies in Jackie's house today, which we'll be decorating later. Yeah, that's another thing um, we did for Kinky Holidays was um, inappropriate, naughty cookie 
cookie um, decorating. I'm sure I won't be able to stop this happening. I didn't say I was doing it now. I'm saying in the past. You didn't say you were not doing it. I didn't say I was doing it. You didn't say you were not doing it. Well, anyway, it it all ends up dicks and boobies. Sorry, I don't make the rules. Yeah, it mm, looks like a tree. It's really a pussy. It's a stocking, not a penis. We've had this conversation already today. It it looked like a penis. It was not a penis. It was a Christmas stocking. The cookie cutter was a Christmas stocking. I'm sure, but it looked girthy. Just because both you and your partner thought it was a penis doesn't mean that normal people would look at that. Well, Felice Navidad. Because <laughs> it looked like a dick. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, man. So, yeah, um, for other kinky holiday traditions, um, I had two submissives at one point, and so I used to go all out for Christmas, spending all my fucking money. It was ridiculous. And Same. so we would do things like, you know, you'd have a, a little spanking Christmas Eve to make sure you were good on Christmas morning and then they would run downstairs and act a fool so it was cute I love Christmas with littles like 100% that was one of my favorite things when I would have littles in my life Um, which by the way if you either are if so if you're in an age play relationship or really any relationship and your partner either doesn't go home for Christmas which was the case with one of my partners or um, if you're dating someone that's a different religion entirely because I had a partner that they're family was Buddhist and didn't give half a shit about Christmas like did not matter whether or not their kid was home for Christmas because what the fuck is that even mm. you know they're immigrants they're like it's a day off cool um, <laughs> cheers we get to sleep in like that was the long and the short of it so um, if you if you're lucky enough to have that so you don't have any family commitments you can totally do a really immersive age play Christmas it's mm. awesome you do the like Norman Rockwell dinner you bake Christmas cookies everyone has presents under their tree if you come from white people you can open one on christmas eve which is not a thing black people do it just fucking isn't that is the hill i will die on um <laughs> i don't know i do it because i want to open all my presents i'm like i would open Shame my presents on, on wednesday if i could you know they're not from santa then i mean santa brought them on wednesday What's no up? he didn't oh he doesn't he doesn't deliver on the wednesday before okay. christmas See, this is my problem. anyway then christmas morning santa has brought you more presents that weren't under the tree before because that's mm. that's what happens when you wait and you're good um and then you get to open them and as a mommy i used to love picking out different like really definitely kid presents for my partners i still do that today for people because Mm -hmm. you know people don't think about buying like a transformer for a grown adult but they're just friggin' delighted to have this dumb toy that they wouldn't have picked out for themselves but like you see it in the store you're like oh so and so would love that so i still will sometimes get kid presents for people it's super fun even if they're not age players i'm not age playing with them per se but like especially again for queer people that have had rough holidays your inner child kind of is like really excited to like get a transformer and be able to play with it and that's all that happens nothing else bad happens that day that's it. You'd you just be surprised some... how many Barbies, if you, you know, how many, how many adults want a Barbie that will never tell you until Literally. they get a Barbie and then they're just like, oh, a Barbie. Like they'll lose their mind. Even if they never take it out of the box, it'll make them so right. happy. And also if we're talking about trans folks, they might not have been allowed to have the toys they really wanted as kids. Exactly. So ask these people in your life, what toy did you really want as a kid that you never got? Mm, that's a good one, actually. Especially if they're like a partner or like a leather family member or a loved one, because they might tell you something really surprising that you never thought of. Like, mm-hmm. I really wanted a strawberry shortcake or I really wanted, you know, uh, I had a partner that wanted a slot car racing set mm-hmm. or, you know, I really wanted a Star Wars uh, lightsaber. But my, my dad said they were for boys. Like ask yeah. people what they weren't able to get 
And then if you get something like that or the closest thing you can find, Mm -hmm. it is so cool. So or even if it's a toy that they remember having had but can't find anymore, like the Internet is magical and you can find all kinds of things. Yeah, I agree. Or if they're maybe less of a toy person. I know you don't love T-shirts, but people who love T-shirts, you can really put something specific on it and they will lose their mind. Mm -hmm. So a lot of holiday gifts at one time when I was broke, my holiday gift would be getting a a custom T-shirt for them based on an inside joke or something that we did. (laughs) It's amazing. So I literally would just show up with a T-shirt for everybody based on something that we had said to each other once. Yes. And so that was just like, and the whole Christmas presents, you know, for like six people, what ended up being a hundred dollars because I like got these shirts pressed or something. So it was just lots of ways to do something, um, without breaking the bank. Right. If you're, so it's, if you're broke, um, baking and cooking for folks is always welcome and lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have never once presented someone with a meal that I know that they like already that they can eat dietary wise that they haven't been delighted about receiving. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one year where my littles were very broke. And so I told them they weren't allowed to get me a present so they didn't have to stress out about it. Nice. And the only thing they could get me were things they had made. So I got like That's art nice. and I got a coupon book for my little boy at the time, which was like one massage for mommy, one, <laughs> this from it was so adorable like a little hand-drawn coupon book it was so special so like things like that especially again if you're either in age play relationships or if you're in a relationship with a partner that you know really well those things are super sweet and you don't have to spend money on them really um it's really about time and about like being with people that love you and that make you feel loved and special because again a lot of queers didn't have that or especially didn't have that when they got older and started being actively gay. So, yeah. you know, it was like everything was cool until, you know, so. And it could be something as simple as like you get a couple of your friends some friendship bracelets or yes. something. Like I, there, at one point, friendship bracelets would have been like the cutest thing ever, right? Just because it made me feel like I was a part of something as a queer who didn't have the family to go home to. Mm-hmm. I could be like, well, me and three people have this bracelet. Hooray. You know, like I'm a, I'm a part of something. Or like if you have time during your holiday, because a lot of folks are either off for the whole day or off for several days, invite people over that you might have more casual play relationships with to do a scene. Mm-hmm. Most of the time that costs you literally nothing and that will leave the other person glowing. And you yeah. can do this from the bottom perspective as well. You can be like, hey, I know you're off this week. If you're free and want to do some needles or if you're free and want to, you know, hit me with some stuff, I'm, I'm available. Just kind of throw that out there. And maybe they're too busy or not interested. But if they are, that's awesome. And that's a Christmas present right then and there. Um, yeah, we did a um, a Christmas body painting scene. Like we had them, we were painting little weird things on them. They were kind of like a doodle pad, but it was super cute because they got all this attention and love and they got to be a part of something cute. Mm-hmm. So. So yeah, it doesn't have so, to be yeah. that, uh, really extensive. Um, and I guess New Year's traditions, uh, at one point, you know, some people like to have, have a kiss on New Year's, but at one point I was like, I want to be fucking. I won the bell. Goals. <laughs> Super so goals. there were several New Year's where I was like, let me go find. 100% goals. Somebody at this event. And so that was some of my New Year's were fun. Was yeah. Like 100% in a room goals. somewhere. Um, in, yeah, I think New Year's is really a time where some people love to party. Some people want to be left alone. Mm -hmm. Some people want to do something slightly non-traditional or spiritual woo woo. Right. So kind of respecting what people want and like meeting their energy where they are. Don't be disappointed if your bestie doesn't want to turn up to your new year's house party rager 
whereas also like for someone like me don't be disappointed if i'm like hey jackie i'm going to disneyland for new year's you want to come They're like that doesn't sound like what i want to do for new year's at all like just do what you want to do like i really have gotten in the habit of doing me on new year's because i'm not a night owl and i'm not a heavy drinker and all the things i don't like loud noises for an extended period of time so yeah. clubs and i are not best friends um <laughs> So I just politely turned down the majority of my New Year's, you know, invites. And that's okay. Like, literally, like the fact that (laughs) this is so funny. So I was in Montreal last year at wintertime. And I was like right before the holidays and I was little dress shopping in this little vintage shop and they had this beautiful blue dress, like dark blue that's covered in all these stars. Mm. And I remember looking at it and thinking, oh, God damn it, I'm going to need a New Year's dress this year because mm. I'd had two good years off from COVID. <laughs> where I didn't have to make any explanation as to why I wasn't coming to people's shit. <laughs> It's true. Now you need a dress or an excuse. Like, Son of a bitch. So like, just be, just, just, just say it if you don't want to go. You know what I mean? Like, and like I said, vice versa. If someone invites you to like New Year's board game night, and you're like, what? No. Like, just say it if you don't want to go. You don't have to be rude. Just be like, you know what? I think I'm gonna do something else. But that's cool. Thanks for the invite. Um, but I really truly believe New Year's is all about doing you. I think like that's the best way to start off a new year is to do something where you're completely comfortable and happy. And if that means yeah. you're asleep great if that means you're drunk at a party in a club surrounded by friends all dancing wonderful that means you're being fucked excellent if that means you're at disneyland fantastic you know just whatever it is you want to do specifically do that new year's for me it really depended on what my home life was like because when i was uh having to stay in that house and feeling like shit then going out and about was like my favorite thing it was an escape yeah then once i have a nice place to stay and i can just be home and wearing fun socks Mm -hmm. and like sleep and drunk by nine (laughs) o'clock if i'm still awake i will get pots and pans and bang them yeah and that is the majority like that's the extent of my rock and sock new year's eve because i am old and I just don't care about being cool anymore. Yeah. I don't have nothing to prove to you, <laughs> motherfuckers. Literally nothing. <laughs> Literally, I've seen 41, well, 40 New Year's going on 41. So you know what? I'm cool. Listen, I've been in the club when they were Same. acting up. And I'm Same. good. And my shoes was hurting my feet. And I was a little too drunk. And I had to take that lift home. And I'm having to, like, get through the city. No. I'm Jackie, I was in Cancun when the year flipped to 2000. I've <laughs> done my partying. I've put in my fucking time. Yeah. I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> but like I said, the dungeons and whatnot will still be having events. Like sure. long, late night sure. events, too, during um, New Year's. Absolutely. So. You might not be able to drink at them. So, you know, be prepared for that reality yeah. if that's important to you. But, yes, um, for sure. So, yeah, I hope so, we've yeah. given you permission to do holidays your way, um, to make them kinky if you can and if you want to, to skip family if they're dramatic and stressful. Um, and maybe you can't have a total public kinky happy holidays. Right. But you could get like one secret gift either for yourself yes. or your partner. And like, hey, here's our holiday butt plugs or whatever. Right. You can do secret <laughs> things. Like somebody is junk could be like, you know, tied up in their clothes mm-hmm. so that all of the people at the party don't un- don't know that that's happening. There's all the a things. a lot of holiday shibari stuff I've seen. With right. And stuff. Chastity like, belts exist. Yeah. So you can Bras with spikes. I'm just saying there's a mm-hmm. lot you can do at the table 
table where nobody knows what's going on. Remote control, yeah, all of that. That's stuff. risky at Thanksgiving. So that shit starts rattling at the, on the chair. Maybe there's not a lot of people at Thanksgiving. Maybe, maybe it's there, just you and your boo. Maybe you have children, so don't do that. But like, if you don't have well, children, go for it. Okay, well, get weird. At your own. If you list. don't have children, you don't have to wear clothes to the table. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Like for kinksters who don't have nothing, just just you doing your thing and yeah. you're, you do you alone. You could have the total weirdest. You, your submissive could be tied to the chair naked, and you could be feeding them turkey one spoonful at a time after they beg please it could mm-hmm. be whatever you want it to be gravy bath whatever God you bless want america <laughs> on that note <laughs> <laughs> make them eat pumpkin pie with their hands tied behind their back you know oh man i've definitely seen some of the thanksgiving sploshing porn yes where people are like just covered in the food mm-hmm. and, like, all of it yeah that's do it sexy get it done yeah we okay. believe in you. We love you. We know you'll do something creative. Send me a picture. Absolutely. Or a video. Happy holidays to all of you. Um, and we support you whether you celebrate Thanksgiving or not. You are amazing and special and we believe in you. And we hope you have a great winter holiday season coming up as well. Bye. Bye. Bye.